Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio and Happy New Year. I am your host, Yolanda, and I wanted to make sure to post this podcast today because it is the first full moon of our new year. So happy full moon to all of you. It is the full moon in Cancer, and we have a lunar eclipse. But for more information about the energy of this full moon and about the energy of the month, be sure to go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. And when you sign up for my newsletter, you get access to Creating with the Moon and Stars and some other free gifts. So be sure to do that. The website link is in the show description. And yeah, okay. So there's a couple of things I want to share with you about this episode. Um, It really focuses on the importance of our practice, why we do this work, why we um, seek out transformation, self-healing, coming into a space of understanding what it means to be present, to be embodied, to love ourselves, to forgive this desire to want to be better people and to be of service. So the reason I recorded this podcast was because last weekend, there was a lot going on in the world, of course, as always, but it a lot of what I was seeing um, kind of triggered me and wondering, you know, like what the heck is going on in the world? And I let myself process through that, which you'll hear about, but it also brought me into a deeper level of appreciation for Reiki meditation and all of these different tools and techniques that have found their way into my life. And it also inspired me to recognize how important it is to remain diligent and consistent in our practice. So I recorded the podcast initially um, for my patron family, for all of the alchemists in the patron groups. And they always have access to the podcast early anyway, but there are some times where I post podcasts for them that aren't released publicly. So I was unsure about this one, and one of the members there uh, recommended that I do absolutely share this one publicly. So I wanted to share it with you this week. The reason I am so late in sharing it is because this has been a very rough week for me. Um, One of my very best friends, I found out, passed away. And I found out actually right after I recorded this particular podcast. So I just want to acknowledge Michelle Maloney in New Jersey. She is a member of our Reiki Radio family. Um, She and I have known each other for some years now, but she reached out to me um, during the time that I was really struggling, and she offered to do Reiki for me. She's in New Jersey, but as you all know, we can do it remotely. So I just want to thank you so much, Michelle, for supporting me through a very tough time this week. And um, yeah, I just I had to acknowledge you for that. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So for all of us, um, again, you know, happy full moon. I hope that you enjoy this episode. If you would like to join me and other alchemists in the alchemy circle or just becoming a Reiki Radio insider where you get access to some tools, tips, and other information, be sure to get more information about that on my website as well, theenergeticalchemist.com. One last thing in this episode, because it was recorded Uh, earlier this week, 
there are a few things that I mentioned, some events that have already passed. But if you do have access to Creating with the Moon and Stars, which is the free download when you sign up for my newsletter, you can still um, access and listen to the free Numerology 101 class. So just wanted to clarify that. So that is all for now. I look forward to the upcoming episodes. I look forward to sharing so much with all of you. I'm looking forward to this new year and I hope you enjoy the show. Um, here we go. What has been coming up for me the last few days? I first want to say it has been a lot of insight um, or consideration really around the purpose of this work and how thankful I am, new layers being revealed um, to me about the beauty and the importance of this work. And I don't mean like my work, like what I share with the world. I mean these practices and the work that we all do individually to support and nurture our awakening. So what happened? Um, because all of you have the podcasts early before the live ones go, I always have the podcasts recorded ahead of time so that you can have it first and then they go live on Mondays. Well, my intention was to um, record a podcast this weekend, but my mind was uh, distracted because I was, you know, just seeing all that's going on in the world, quite frankly, um, you know, seeing the news reports of everything that's going on um, here and in other countries. And it just kind of shook me a bit to my core of when are we going to stop? <laughs> you know, like when are we going to all, all of us wake up to realizing how important it is for us to come back to being community globally, you know, and really like what will it take to wake us up to understanding the need for us to nurture and value and honor each other and respect each other and love each other and all of these things. So that was the overlay of what was going on. And of course, beneath the surface, I know that this can only be done by us doing this work of coming to love and accept and honor and cherish ourselves individually first. Because, you know, just like they say, I mean, we can only interact with the world and treat other people at the level of where we're at with how we are truly loving and nurturing and caring for um, feeling worthiness and all of these things within ourselves. So it really um, gave me a new layer of appreciation for coming into this work and learning these different tools and techniques that have shaped me and continue daily <laughs> to shape me and help me grow and help me see and understand things in new ways every day. I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. So what I'll back up a little bit and say, most of you know my story and I came into this work just really trying to alleviate stress. It was 
that simple. I had no idea of what would actually occur with um, doing energy work and meditating. And as I'm sure many of you have experienced and continue to experience is you go through these layers of coming deeper into yourself, but you become hyper aware of your own thoughts, your own feelings, how you function. You become hyper aware of your own choices, the decisions, and even the impact of them. You become very aware of the world around you and how other people are functioning. And instead of just seeing through this lens of judgment and criticism, we start to crack open and wonder like, wow, what type of hurt is this person holding to be responding this way or acting this way or um, these types of things? So years ago, I became very appreciative of this work because it was helping me to get to know myself in ways that I had been totally oblivious to. You know, I thought I knew myself. I was just functioning. Um, I didn't recognize was from autopilot. I was just reacting from old triggers, old programming, just like patterns that I had created. And if you would have told me that I didn't understand myself or that I wasn't really understanding what was Mm, feeding my behaviors and patterns in these things, quite frankly, back then I would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> you know, like I would have defended the, the notion that I knew myself inside and out. And quite frankly, I would have defended behaviors that weren't necessarily healthy and points of views that were not necessarily healthy. I would have defended it to the core because I didn't understand what I have come to understand and what I'm still learning now. So anyway, as I was um, going through those layers back then, I started to, as hard as it was and as uncomfortable as it was, I developed a deep appreciation for this work. And um, really, to this day, it blows my mind how much we start to realize about like not just ourselves, but the world around us and the type of compassion that just naturally starts to develop within us because of that, that new level of awareness, right? And we talk a lot about awakening and you hear a lot about ascension and that means various things to different people depending on who you talk to. But what it has come to mean to me is awakening um, to these new levels of awareness, awakening, um, coming more deeply aligned to our higher consciousness, which is going to ultimately move us into these new aspects of our being and bring us online and in alignment with new ways of seeing things, new perspectives, honoring our choices in different ways, on and on and on. So now fast forward to this weekend. Um, when I felt this irritation, quite honestly, is the best way I felt a little bit heartbroken and a little bit irritated, kind of frustrated, you know, those moments where you're like, what the hell is going on on this planet? Like, what the fuck is going on on this planet? Um, 
I had that moment. And then, you know, I had to allow myself to really process that through my system because that was genuinely how I was feeling. And because that's how I was feeling, I was like, there's no way I can record a podcast. I don't even feel like talking. Like I just need to let this move through my body. So I did. And then I started moving into the awareness again of like, man, I am so thankful that this work came into my life because I know where I'm seeing a lot of people respond in anger and upset. And while I understand their anger and upset, I also know that it's wrapped in a lot of fear. And it's not that these things in the world aren't scary. It's just that I also know that we all have the potential to grow out of that. We all have the potential to awaken to this new way of seeing each other, this new way of seeing ourselves. We all have the potential of waking up to a higher consciousness of like, man, like you are my brother, you are my sister. It doesn't matter what we are, who we are born as, what bodies, what ethnicities, religion, whatever it may be. Like, you know, like we're all in this together type of thing. And, um, Ultimately, it led me into the thinking about how interesting it is that this type of work is really starting to um, become more mainstream, more normalized, more popular, more sought after because people are sick of being hurt. (laughs) You know, like people are craving connection and compassion and just wanting to wake up. And so while a lot of times we can look out in the world and it can be disheartening thinking like, man, is this ever going to get better? We also have to remember to step back and look at how many people are actually trying to affect change in more loving, more positive ways and how many people are feeling this call to come into themselves to learn about their own emotions, their own energy, their own wounding, learning how to love themselves in new ways, learning how to see the world in new ways. I mean, it's, it's happening in waves and like, uh, it's growing rapidly. You know, I think back just 10 years ago when I started all of this, there weren't many people who knew what Reiki was. You said Reiki and they were like, what is that? How do you say that thing? And now a lot of people have heard of it. They may not know too much about it, but they've at least heard about it. So these changes are happening. So anyway, (sighs) looking at all of the news and all of these things, it also made me come into this recognition of just how important this work is for all of us and how thankful I am that it found its way into my life and that I accepted it and that even when it's challenging, I'm still committed to doing the work because I do want to be a person that contributes back to society, the world, anyone I come into contact with from the highest space of love and compassion that I am capable of doing. And I know I can only build into that capacity by staying committed to my practice and the work, like applying these tools and 
um, really understanding these principles and not just letting them be cute phrases, but like, how do we live into these things? And so I have to say, even you being here and, you know, people who listen to the podcast and I get emails, you guys, every day, you know, people sharing their stories, sharing stories of how Reiki and these these different techniques, how they've changed them and the interesting ways this work has come into their lives. People who are just curious about it, whatever. And I really had to think about how inspiring that is again, just in my own little bubble, you know what I mean? Like just in my little bubble of reality, there are so many examples of people pretty much saying, I want to wake up. Like, I want to be a better human. I want to be more loving. I want to heal. I want to understand myself, this world, this life in another way. And I want to give back. I want to be of service. You know how inspiring that is to really look at in contrast to the other aspects of what's going on in this world, right? So I decided this was exactly what I wanted to podcast about and share with you all today because it's important for us to acknowledge what else is going on in contrast. And it's important for us to acknowledge that we all play a part. And this this thing I want to point out too, especially for those of you who have children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, little ones, any influence on the young ones around you, teachers, however it may be, how important it is for these younger generations to be instilled with this understanding of community and connection and love, self-love, you know, having... Um, starting to diminish even more layers of this divisiveness that is like rampant in our society, you know? So I was thinking about that too. And funny enough, I was um, responding to a message on Instagram and I happened to see in my feed that this woman um, who is a Reiki practitioner, she posted that she had just spent the weekend teaching Reiki to a group of children. And she posted the pictures and there were, I don't know, maybe five kids, but they were young. I mean, they looked like seven, eight-ish years old. And um, they were there for their Reiki level two certification. And she showed the picture of them like doing Reiki on each other. And I'm telling you, like my heart just burst just in like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. Like, these kids, this, this generation that's going to grow up and be running the show that a lot of them are being exposed to and being raised in this um, higher level of understanding and being and from a younger age. I mean, think about this. How many times do you think like, man, if I knew this stuff when I was younger, <laughs> I think that all the time. Like, man, if I just came into Reiki, I mean, yeah, teenager may have been great, but even in my 20s, I would have been like, whoo, wow. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of, I have a Reiki student who is 80 years old, and she would tell me like, man, I am so sad that I'm just now finding this. And she was a teacher all of her life. And I'm like, but oh my gosh, you were contributing to the world in such an amazing way. 
your entire life. And now you finally have the space to focus on you. So, I mean, it, it, I believe it finds us when we're ready and, um, whatever, that's like a whole nother rabbit hole. But basically what I wanted to make sure to come and share with you all today, kind of like plant the seed of consideration of really acknowledging the work that you're doing and why and how important it is, not just for you, but for the collective. And while sometimes we can look at the world and it can seem kind of like, oh, what the hell? You have to remember that on the other side of the fence, there are many people doing this work to try to tip the scales <laughs> and usher in this new way of being, this new way of existing, of loving and really uplifting together. And so I just want to encourage all of you, if you are like me in any way and get a little discouraged by what we see in the world, remembering that our work, our personal dedication and diligence to our practice is important as it contributes. And thank goodness there are so many more who are doing the same and coming into this in waves. Um, one of the other things I wanted to say about that is, you know, sometimes it can also feel like, like we feel insignificant, right? Like, yeah, but it's just me and my little bubble doing my thing. Like really how impactful is that? And when I personally have those moments, one of the things that helps me most is I go into a meditation, I connect with myself, but then I allow myself to visualize the planet. And one of the first things I ask is, may all beings be infused with the awareness of the divine within them. May we all awaken to the divine light, the divine love that we are, that we possess. And I start to see like this illumination of light, kind of like little lights going off all around the globe. But then I'd start to envision groupings of us encircling the globe, holding hands. So imagine like looking down like bird's eye view at earth with a bunch of people encircling the earth, like in outer space, all holding hands. And we're all illuminated, holding the same intention, holding the same prayer, holding the same um, uh, like intentionality of please help us heal in the highest and best way. Please let me be a vessel of divine light, divine love to be of service to myself and all humanity. Like these, I let this echo in. But the thing that is so inspiring in that moment is because I know without a doubt, there are other people on the planet that are holding the same prayer, the same mantra, the same intention. And it's like this moment of recognizing like, yes, there are many of us coming online, so to speak, and asking and um, uh, making attempts to lift our own frequency so that we can be um, an effect of change for all of us. So anytime you feel like your efforts or what you're doing are not enough, or does it even matter? Remember that what you're doing is being done in numbers. 
and we, you know, there's strength in numbers, so to speak. And you can allow yourself to tune in and tap into that energetic grid and presence or frequency of other people who are on this planet also holding the intent and want to uplift humanity. So one, I hope this encourages you to stick with your practice and know that it's a daily choice. It's a choice that we make minute to minute, moment to moment. And yes, you know, it's important to be committed to our daily self-connection, something like meditation, doing things, energy work, whatever you do that helps to facilitate a, a flow and movement of your life force, right? We have things that we have to do that are very, you know, practical, sleep well, eat well, hydrate, all of these things. Yes, we know. But remembering that the actions and the choices that you take are like adding to the to the frequency of what's going on in the sea of one and all. So everything you do, like when you wake up in the morning and you say good morning, give thanks for another day of life, that sends a certain frequency, a certain vibration into the sea of all. When you are kind to someone out in the day, random acts of kindness, no matter how big or small, smile at someone, let someone over, don't curse them out because they cut you off, you know, um, all of these things, these frequencies, these vibrations, these choices we make feed back into the sea of the collective. And we are all helping to create shift and impact one thought, one feeling, one action, one intention, one vibration at a time. So don't um, undermine or underestimate the value that you bring and yeah, I mean, I really, I guess that's all I wanted to say or share. And I am so thankful for you being here. I'm thankful for your presence. Like I said, I can't tell you how encouraging it is to know that there are other people out here seeking the same type of healing, type of compassion, type of love, type of um, evolution, you know? It, it really is inspiring. And again, it's a beautiful thing to remember, especially when we're looking at the contrast. One last thing that's coming in to say about this is making sure that we are not judging um, those that may do, say, think, be in ways we don't understand, but really allowing ourselves to amplify those energies of love and compassion by acknowledging the light that is present within them, whether they are aware of it or not, okay? Whether they seem to be doing things that seem way outside of that frequency, we all have to know and trust and see and believe that it is there. Because that is not only going to help heal and lift them in projection and energetic resonance, it's also going to help um, heal you in becoming more compassionate and more understanding. You know, again, we're all working on changing our patterns. <sighs> Last thing, every time I think I'm done telling you, there's like another thought that comes in. If you're wondering like, how is this possible? The best way I can explain it is one time I was um, 
receiving a channeling around this and I don't remember what I was asking, but they explained it like quantum entanglement. So it's like, you know, like if you have particle A and particle B and whatever you do to this particle, the exact opposite reaction will happen over here. They, even if you split a particle in half, like the same thing is going to happen no matter how far apart they are. So it, I think this may have come through in relation to lineage healing. I don't know. But the reason it's coming up to say now is imagine if you saw a child that was crying, they were sad, they were upset. And we tend to all have more grace and more compassion for children. So you see a child that is so upset and so sad, and it's because maybe someone said something that hurt their little feelings, and this compassion just washes over you. And you look at that kid and you're like, oh my goodness, like, honey, you are amazing. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they do. You are amazing. And then that little child, something in them starts to perk up and light up because you have recognized something in them that they were unable to see in themselves in that moment. Something starts to change and ignite in them like, wow, there's more to me than what someone else said or beyond what else someone may have done. Unfortunately, we don't always do the same for each other as adults. <laughs> you know, like you may have um, friends that do that for you, but we tend to be more critical and more harming, quite frankly, to each other as adults. So imagine now you see an adult who is acting out, we'll say, or behaving in a way that seems outside of love. Now, instead of going like, you jerk, like, oh my God, what a horrible, projecting this energy of like, absolutely minimizing this person, like dehumanizing this person. Imagine how that impacts them energetically, whether they really hear the words come out of your mouth or not. It, it, it impacts them versus if you're able to look at the same person with compassion and think like, wow, this person must not be in alignment with their higher mind. May this person connect with the, the divine love that is the, that they are, that is present within them in all living things. Like you are acknowledging and, and witnessing what you know to be true, that the divine spark of all creation is alive and well in that person, whether they are tuned into it or not. That also has a significant impact on that person, no matter your distance from them, because we are not separate from each other. So the same particles, right? <laughs> that we are that like we all impact each other we all were in this this fabric of life all together like there is no separation really and so every thought action deed everything we do is impacting and influencing this this web of connection Sorry, I could tell like I was about to start like information coming through and I'm like, well, not now, not, not today. I'm trying to wrap this podcast up, <laughs> but um, anyway, I don't know. That is what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you all are doing well. Um, I even was thinking if there is a time, um, actually what I'm going to do, 
I just told my friend today, uh, a friend of mine loves creating crystal grids. You may be familiar with her, Amy. She is um, comes on the Light of Day podcasts. She's a phenomenal with making crystal grids. And so I'm actually going to ask her to help me design and construct a grid that is specific for um, healing collectively. And it's going to be a grid that I use to connect with energetically. Um, I want to do it daily at a particular time every day to connect with the, the frequency, the intention and energy of our conscious awakening, <laughs> awakening to love um, collectively, really infusing and amplifying that intention out into the world, into the collective. But also um, I will add names to it as people tell me that they may need like ongoing support energetically, these types of things, but primarily it will be used for that. So I say that to say, um, once I have that all figured out, if you would like to join me in, you know, meditating whenever you have a chance around that same time so we can amplify this energy together, I would love to do that with you. So I will keep you posted on that. So if you would like to join me, you can. And yeah, that is it for now. Um, Let's just check really quick. I just want to make sure that you know what is coming up. So we have a couple of things coming up this week. So be sure to check your inboxes. Um, tomorrow I will be sharing some information with the Secret Circle based on some questions that were asked there. On Wednesday, all of you, my beautiful alchemist in the patron family, are invited to the live numerology 101 class. You will receive the um, Zoom link to join that live if you would like. If not, the, um, what do you call it? The recording will be available the next day. Um, and we have a full moon, our lunar eclipse coming up this week as well. And the alchemy circle. So all of you alchemists that are part of the alchemy circle, mark your calendar that we will be meeting this Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, which is 12.30 p.m. Eastern. So I hope to see you all there. So that is all for today. That is all for this week. I thank you for allowing me to share these thoughts with you. I look forward to sharing more tips, tools, classes, um, guided journeys and just like going deeper in this work together because again I think it is so very important okay beautiful alchemist that is it for today I hope that you found something in this episode inspiring um, anything at all that can support you in your own path and practice just want to invite you again if you would like to join me another alchemist as a member of the alchemy circle or to become a reiki radio insider be sure to go to my website theenergeticalchemist.com and activate your membership Another option, of course, is just signing up for my newsletter, which you can access on my website so that you can get Creating with the Moon and Stars, 22 Days of Transformation, as well as access to some free guided meditations. You know, this really, if we look out in the world, we can see, again, just how important these practices are and how important it is to 
be committed to our personal healing, self-love, and transformation so that we can show up and be more loving and supportive to those in the world around us. So that is all for today, dear loves. I will see you all soon, and remember to always journey in love.